This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone. Easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends. And then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to our second full episode of the year. I'm just going to start counting them down. No, I'm kidding, because I'm no. going to forget <laughs> all of the numbers. <laughs> but it is our second one. Um, but we wanted to take some time before we really, really jump into all of the deep research and profound um, information we love to share, especially about Star Wars and or my <laughs> K-dramas, uh, uh-huh. to reflect on 2023. Because no matter... What we have gone through, it's good to think back and think about the progress we've made in our growth as not only podcasters, not only women, uh, but also just as people in general who are surviving. Am I right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Uh. Um, (laughs) So with that... uh, we're not, you know, we've decided to stop trying to do predictions, which others will, will will do, and we're happy for them because our last attempt felt like we may have cursed ourselves, um, and we don't want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to do that again. Uh, but we did want to talk about this past year and talk about our faves of the year and what we hope for the future, and hopefully we'll hear from you all to let us know what you would like from us because we would not exist without you faithfully listening and tuning in and then letting us know what you think is good, bad, and better. Yeah, and yeah, just what you want to hear. We do um, make a lot of content in a year uh, (laughs) because as a part of this, we're we're focusing very specifically on like the podcast specifically because... 
we meant to do that in one of our final episodes of the year. And then we just talked about the book the whole time, which is great. But so this is more podcast focused. But I was going back over all the episodes we had done mm-hmm. in 2023. And they just cover the gamut of so yeah, many things. So much stuff. Uh, which is great. Like, I love that we have this room to cover all of these topics and try new things like the fiction or new segments, but it is a lot of content. So it was kind of difficult to to narrow down some favorites, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I definitely, because like, also, I can't remember <laughs> all yeah. of them. And so I had to go back and read through things. I was like, oh, we did that this year? I thought that was the year before last. Yes. That was a lot of that for me, mm-hmm. too. I was like, oh, that was last year? Okay. Because mm-hmm. technically, <laughs> this will be my fifth year. Wow. On this podcast, March was the beginning of me coming in here saying that I'm going to stay. <laughs> March 2019 to specify. <laughs> yes, yes. You can't just yes. say March. <laughs> yes, you're correct. Meaning that that would be my five-year anniversary. Uh-huh. And just in case you were confused because you might not be listening specifically in this year, it is uh, January 12th, 2024, as we're recording this. So yes. forgetting that podcasts exist online forever and mm-hmm. not, this is not a radio show. <laughs> no, it is I not. Keep People that. confuse that sometimes. Yes, we've got but many no. confusion. Mm-hmm. But with that, yes, I uh, do want to take some time to reflect. And I thought we would do a whole like, what were your faves? What do you remember? What do you hope to do? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to start off with the obvious. What was your top three favorite episodes of the year, Annie? Okay, well, I think this is really funny because I'm very biased, obviously, with some of them. Um, The Last of Us special. I put part one because that was the start of it. And at the time, we didn't know what it was going to become. And it, it, so if you go back and listen to that one, it wasn't clear yet that we were going to do kind of recaps after every episode. It was clear to me. It was not clear to me, (laughs) but I (laughs) loved it. I loved it that um, (laughs) I got to do that for work. That was so fun. And I sound like a child when I say this, but when I get excited about something, I get so excited that sometimes I can feel sick. And you heard me talk about that recently, where I actually thought I was getting sick from how excited I was from The Last of yes. Us. Yes, every, every pre-episode, every pre-watching, you're nauseous and sick and pacing. Yes. You are pacing. Yes, and I've done that since I was a kid. It feels, I feel a little ridiculous now that it still happens, but it does still happen. And like right now, Samantha knows I'm giving her all updates about what's going on with the casting of season two, and they're about to start filming it. I just get so excited. But it was just, uh, for a lot of reasons, it was special to me, but I never thought it would happen. I didn't necessarily, when I played the game, which I in part played because of this show, because it was like an episode Kristen and Caroline did about women protagonists in video games. I never thought it was going to be a show, and then I didn't think it was going to be a good show. And then it was a good show, and I got to do a podcast about it. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of which, Nick Offerman won an Emmy for his performance. He did. So did Storm Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they they really cleaned up at the first round of the Emmys. They're doing the Emmys different this year because of the strikes. Uh, so I believe this weekend is like the big... Okay, I was really confused about that because I saw like lineups of like nominations and I was like, wait, what? 
Uh, yeah, they're doing it differently this year, from what I understand. And I don't want to say the big, because that sounds like what they did right. isn't. Yes, but they're they're splitting it up, basically, from what I gather. But I believe it's this weekend. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But that, yes, that was one of my big ones. That whole miniseries, but I just went with the first one. Um, the episode we did, Making Space for Being Ace, um, because I feel like this year I really connected with this label. I really settled with this identity. I feel good about it in a way that like I had still been questioning so many things before. But this year I really was like, okay, no, this is it. I like this. And that was when that was an episode we did where I just learned so much. And it was one of the first times I had done it. I had done research on something like that after being pretty like set in how I identify. So it was just like a really it was kind of upsetting, but it was also really I didn't feel I didn't feel so isolated or alone. I was like, oh no, this makes sense. This makes sense. This makes sense. So that was a really special one for me. And then again, getting sick about things I like to talk about so much. Uh, what Scream has to say about tech and media that we did with Bridget. So I think we've described this before, but Bridget uh, usually the day of like sends an outline. So sometimes we don't know necessarily what we're talking What's about. Happen, yeah. She keeps us on our toes. I do get nervous because I'm like, oh, well, like how intense is this going to be? Like, what are we going to be talking about? What mind space do I need to be in? And I remember when I got like an hour before we came on this outline, <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> I think you can hear it in that episode. I'm like shaking. I'm so yes. excited. And it was so fun because like a lot of times for this, and I think this is a great thing, but we, we research a lot of what we talk about which that's kind of our, our brand. That's what we want to do. But it was fun to be on the side of something where I, I've done this research. <laughs> like, I was ready. She's ready. <laughs> Not only has she done this research, but when she says she's done this research, it's been 10 years in the making and doing yes. this research. Yes. I mean, it was just so fun. And I got to be like, I got to completely nerd out about it, about like, well, you haven't seen the fourth one. Well, let me tell you about this. Like, it was mm -hmm. just a joy um, <laughs> that I wasn't expecting. And yeah, I was, I was, I was on top of the world top during that. Uh, it, was. So it was quite fun to watch. If you go back and listen to it, just keep it like, I think you can hear it, but whew, I was excited. I felt kind of bad because I was like, am I, am I taking over this episode, this Bridget's episode? No. Um, and then just some couple, a couple of honorable mentions for me. Um, our fiction terminus, our ongoing fiction, the first part had the final chapter. And I just felt like that was a big, I was like, oh, I've closed the chapter on this book, as they say. It just felt like uh, an, an accomplishment. And I love doing those. And Christina makes them so amazing. Uh, the episode I did, When Fandom Hurts, I just want to shout that one out because so many people write into me about that one. And I almost didn't do it because I was embarrassed about it. So... I think that was that was a pretty big deal for me. Um, and people are still talking about that, uh, not just because of what I said, but I see it online, uh, ongoing conversation. Mm -hmm. Women's soccer with Whitney, my friend Whitney, because uh, that was really cool that we got to do that with her. Speaking of someone who doesn't really need to do the research, uh, just knows it. Uh, and then digging into the exiles with Lauren in Vegas, because we were in a box in Vegas and this was when Samantha couldn't come due to scheduling 
conflicts. Uh, so Lauren was kind and stepped in. And it was really fun, but it was also just a memorable thing <laughs> that happened in the year. <laughs> <laughs> that adventure, I'm glad I missed. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I could have just been, someone could have videotaped the interactions that happened there because everything else was like, no, I don't want to deal with any of that stress. But it was, it sounded like such an amazing adventure to have a story about. Like, it's the story <laughs> to tell. Yes. And, uh, you know, I have one of those digital frames and I put the pictures from that trip on there. And every now and then I'll look up and I see me in a glass box. And I'm like, what a strange job. <laughs> Such a weird thing. Such an odd, yeah. odd way to like be like, this is my job. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Odd. I love it. Well, my, you know what? I'm kind of cheating as you cheated mm-hmm. with your honorable mentions, yes. as you typically do. Because honestly, I think when we, whenever we do any interview and whenever we have a guest on our show, I mm-hmm. learn so much. And I just like thrive on the conversations that we have and then leading. And this includes being with uh, Bridget and uh, Ease, who are our monthly segment and are part of the fam. But just this conversation and having a detailed look instead of just researching, like mm-hmm. having a deep dive in a person's, uh, in a person's activism or in the person's interest or whatever their research or something that's important to them. I love those conversations so much. So I've definitely had to put on um, the interview with Erica Laban, who is the Iranian activist uh, that have been working so hard. And she is currently, I believe, in the U.S. uh, as a lawyer here. And her conversation was so in-depth and so important to talk about the things that were happening in Iran. There's so much that's happened this year. Mm -hmm. And talking with her and then talking with like Dara Star Tucker and her conversations, even about like the religious stuff. And I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, Was such a phenomenal conversation. Of course. Of course, uh, Gadget Juni Fox, who came in and talked about her uh, her community and the First Peoples Nations and what they are doing and how they're keeping uh, their culture alive still in language um, and documentary and all the things she's doing about the food. I'm, I'm really excited to follow yes. up on that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that, that when we get to meet people who are changing the world or preserving history or, you know, making history, it is some of my favorite moments to see and to have a conversation about when they dig into something that they love. I thrive on that. Like, I I feed off that energy. I'm that energy vampire on that one because I'm like, yes, give me more. Talk to me more about this. Um, and I hope we get to have that for later. And of course, that's, that's a little later, later part of the segment. But <laughs> so those two really like stuck out to me, those three. Um, the, the episode about the fanzines, I really, it was so nostalgic that when yeah. I went through that list, I was like, yes, this was so good because I love that it's, it's coming back and that mm-hmm. people are remembering how important things like this is, especially when we talk about how corrupt social media can be and how all of our algor- algorithms can be saying things that are fake. Like having something like this that is kind of still underground, it reminded me of that once upon a time I wanted to be really punk. I was never punk, but man, because I was uh-huh. a kind of a part of that scene, I was like, yeah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. That's right. Was I ever in those? No. But did I like <laughs> them and purchase them? Yes. <laughs> but that was a really fun episode to me. And of course, our haunted uh, house episode in which we have a back and forth and I lose my mind a little bit in our conversations and you lose your mind a little bit. And then the fact that we did a one day adventure literally flying for one day, two days to L.A. 
mm-hmm. so that you can fulfill your dream of going to both haunted houses, which I loved every <laughs> bit of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't. I, it was a fun episode to re-go through that. And I want to listen to it because I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm a bit always traumatized. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> it was very, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, because again, I get so excited. Samantha is like the best of all friends you could ever want. Because I wanted to go. It was The Last of Us Haunted House. And I'd heard the one... I'd been to the one in Florida and I'd heard the one in California was different. And then that happened to be when I was in Las Vegas. And I was like, that's a pretty quick flight. I can just hop over there. And then Samantha, of course, came. And even though she doesn't like haunted houses. But I I was so excited once again. And I remember we did that video at the end where it was like the before and the after. And <laughs> I don't have a question, I like, though, did we? We no, I don't think we did, but it was really to. funny because I was at the beginning I was so excited and at the end I was so excited. I remember saying, like, I think it was still recording. I was like, wait, am I supposed to have a different reaction? <laughs> <laughs> no. You have yours. It was more for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, uh. Is we the did point it. of these videos supposed to be like a very big difference? <laughs> yes, for one of us at least. And it was for me. It's kind of like because we did the last of us reaction yeah especially for the really sad episode yeah Uh, and so Mm. and that hit as it was supposed to which there's so many trends we have not done we've let our tiktok kind of just die (laughs) we need to get back to that i guess that's gonna be one of the things we need to do (laughs) (laughs) this episode is brought to you by pnc bank who believes some things in life should be boring like banking Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
Okay, and then because we also have our beloved segment of uh, feminist movies, Fridays mm-hmm. or whatever days we decide to publish, um, mm-hmm. or whatever days you wanted to listen, uh, we had to pick out the favorite movie of the year. Like, it doesn't have to, have to be from that year, just what we watched in that year. Mm-hmm. Well, I mine is Across the Spider-Verse. It was a spoiled Saturday, so it counts. I think <laughs> it that counts. counts. It counts. Yes. yes. I'll count it. Yes, which is again was another fun one where I got to really nerd out about like what canon and fanon and headcanon are. Um and I, I love I love those movies. They're some of my very favorites. They're actually back. This movie's coming back in theaters this weekend. Oh really? Um, yes. Why? Uh uh I think they're doing I'm sure it's because it's award season, probably somewhere related. Oh. But I just know it's back in theaters this weekend. Oh, that makes sense. Um if anyone happens to listen to it the day it comes out and you're like, ooh, I'll go then. Uh, it's an IMAX, uh, not a oh. sponsor. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe yes. we should put that at the beginning. <laughs> yes. None of, none of these are current sponsors. No, 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 no. But Things those are always really fun when we can... The Spoiled Saturdays are always fun. I, I love movies in general, so I'm always yeah. pretty happy. But yeah, that was a, that was a standout for me. Yeah. Um, I picked two that were nostalgic to me. And honestly, because I loved your reaction on one of them, which was Twilight. And we really, I think we really missed the mark on that one because we should have had Christina, our super producer, on there because she loved it. And it would have been her age group that was the the diehard. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. Obviously, I did. So (laughs) I'm not saying anything about that. But like, oh, man, she had a whole email or uh, uh don't throw christine under the bus like that <laughs> i got to because i want her on i'm just telling you like her love for this but not only that like i do want to go back because i think they are now back online i don't yeah. know why they went off this marketing thing whatever y'all are driving me crazy stop being so capitalistic let us watch our movies um mm-hmm. anyway but i think the uh new the the later ones the sequels uh are on now on all mm-hmm. of the streaming, so I feel like maybe this should be a giant episode, and we definitely have to have Christina on for that. So that's just a, you know, a future thing. But I loved your reaction, and I can't wait to see the rest. The last one. Oh my! <laughs> I'm so. We have to do it. We have to do it. <laughs> I love when I almost chose that episode too because I had a great time. It was really fun for me <laughs> to also be on the other side of like I know nothing about this. Uh, <laughs> but it is also really funny to me every time we do this to our wonderful super producer Christina, who's not heard this plan yet, but she shall no, if she's I, editing. It's, it's yeah, ruminating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes, I hope this happens. But also, I had to put in uh, fried green tomatoes because it is nostalgic to me. I watched it a long time ago. I love making you watch things that I'm like, you should have already watched this. What is wrong yeah. with you? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but in my head, because it's also based in Georgia, um, mm-hmm. so you know, it shines a lot. I'm like, it definitely. And we talked about the controversies of it all, and that's also important to me that that we have these continued conversations so that we don't make the same mistakes or at least we recognize it and have a call out for it or a call in for them. We can love something, but we can also say this was problematic and this is this is the reason why. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I chose both of those, but very nostalgic to me. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be so many. I, I'm already excited about our new, uh, our up, upcoming one because it's one of, one of those, I'm like, how have you not watched this? And then I yes. realized because, you know, 
You're you were a cool girl. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> also, I think it's a little bit out of your age range, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm excited to talk about that one too. As you know, it's going to help me with my fan fiction. Um, yes. Apparently, a lot of people write fan fiction based on this film. And you can, so I much think we said what it is, but we're just yes. going to tease it. You're going to have to wait to pretend like you did if you didn't hear that episode. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but I, th- I remember when it came out. I'm exci- I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I will obviously watch it soon. <laughs> <laughs> so our next thing, of course, following the movies would be the books, our, our feminist book club. Uh, what did you pick? I chose Genderqueer. Um, because yeah yeah and it it was another instance where I read it and I was like I'm relating to this really hard (laughs) like I'm kind of surprised about how much I'm relating to it I think about it pretty often it's still unfortunately in the news a lot when it comes to book banning yes but I just loved it I thought it was really sweet uh and I just personally was like oh yeah that was me yep the (laughs) the vulnerability and things like that, and in, in books mm-hmm. like these, are so important and so beautiful, and it, it definitely uh, is owed recognition for all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually picked *The Goddess of Filth*, and one of the reasons I picked, I'd love a good dark yeah. tale, um, mm-hmm. and this was one of those that were just, was just good. And it was just like wow. It kind of had yeah. moments of me like, and I still think about specific scenes and specific moments from that book now like as Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this I was like yeah oh yeah like the things that went through my head and just love kind of the the depth of its darkness of it and I was like Mm -hmm. I need more of that I need to come come to life not really because I'm kind of scared but (laughs) (laughs) my my eyes immediately were like no 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 I don't, don't want to be possessed by <laughs> the goddess of filth, but the tale, mm-hmm. uh, so I could watch it per se. But I really did enjoy that book. And I really felt like when we do a good fiction, especially yeah. written in this level, that I'm like, yeah, we need to recognize it more. And we need more. I need more of these. I need more of these books. Yeah, that was that one was a close second for me. I loved that book. And it was really nice to... It's, it was nice to read a shorter, but very, like, packs a lot in horror-style mm-hmm. book. Um, I also need more of those. I loved it. Because um, mm-hmm. it feels like the imagery was so good. I feel like I so have good. already seen the movie. You know what I yeah, mean? Like in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like imprints. Okay, mm-hmm. now that we've kind of talked about some of our few of our favorite things, uh, we kind of wanted to take a moment to talk about what we've learned or relearned in 2023. Um, Annie, what are some of the things that you have learned or relearned? I did. Before I saw your answers, I wrote a lot about Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did do this before me. <laughs> uh, 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 yep. Uh, <laughs> a lot about religious drama. Mm-hmm. We did that whole miniseries this year, which I think we started in March and ended in December. So. You know what? You know what? A win is a win. We finished in the year. <laughs> no, a win is a win. But that's just how long we've been talking about it this. I feel like I learned a lot about divorce, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. Through that, through that, and then we've been we've been looking at doing an episode on divorce and how right, it looks for a long time. We haven't done it, but I feel like I did a lot of research about it. So with that and the religious trauma episode on divorce, I feel like I learned a lot. Uh, I did learn a lot about asexuality um, this year, uh, especially from that episode I mentioned. 
We also, when I was looking back over the episodes we did, we did a lot of tech episodes this year. We yeah, started we 2023 with a kind of, it wasn't an official miniseries, but I think once a week we had an episode about like YouTube, we had Twitter, AI, Airbnb, COSA, misinformation, VR, Spotify stalking, yeah. TikTok, uh, just to name a few. So I feel like I learned a lot about technology that's currently impacting our world and changing very, right. very rapidly. I feel like last year was a huge year for like the growth of technology and different types of mediums that has just blown up uh, mm-hmm. and it's become either accessible or necessary. Yes, yes. And I'm sure we're going to keep talking about that. I already have some some topic ideas around around things. But um, I also amazingly learned a lot about the Star Wars holiday special this year. Who would have thought it was possible? But I did. I learned a lot about haunted houses. This was a big year for haunted houses mm-hmm. uh, for me, for you. Um, I learned about the difference between podcasting and doing an audiobook. It was a yeah. very different experience. And I, I, it was reinforced to me the importance of having a good supportive co-host. You've always been so supportive. Some of the, like, the episode when fandom hurt you, you were so great. Um, so thank you. Thank Aww. you, as always. Well, I, I will say also having you, I, I thought about this the other day. I'm like, if you ever leave, the show might end. <laughs> I don't <laughs> oh, think no. I could pick it up. I, you, the way you have picked it up and the way you have, like, like literally made this entire platform into what we have, essentially. Like, you created a lot of this and the way it works and how it's definitely still going, because I think I would have given up. Well, (laughs) I appreciate you saying that. Hopefully that won't happen. But I I would be lost. It was difficult, so I do appreciate you saying Because you do so much of the work uh, and your patience, and you're always constantly there, always constantly supportive. So, yes, good. I just love that we're friends, too. Like yes. I was thinking about that the other day. I had this, like, scenario in which I'm like, who would I invite to these following things? And you were always the number one on the list. I'm like, huh. Yeah, she's one of my besties. Miss yes, Drew. Yes, we are besties. Mm-hmm. We are besties. She's coming over to hang out with me this weekend. I've already gotten food prepared. Because uh, <laughs> it's been too long. Yes. Um, but yeah, so for me, uh, I learned a little bit about the perimenopause thing. I went through and talk, looking through that, and I'm now watching every symptom that I have mm. and now thinking maybe this is perimenopause. Oh, dear. I really have to stop with this TikTok thing because it's messing me up, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have learned about the holiday special Against My Will yes. in different different scenarios. I've already been threatened to watch the documentary yes. of the holiday oh, special. Welcome. Uh, so... <laughs> I am both excited and both um, indifferent. Yeah. I don't don't hate it, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. I will be playing phone games during this time. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) As you probably clutch onto me and say, oh my God, this is amazing. Did you see it? And then tell me extra facts, which I'm I'm part of my favorite part, honestly. Um, I learned a lot of stuff about Korean feminism. And mm-hmm. I was really excited because we did a lot uh, during the middle of the year when we talked about what's happening with uh, uh, feminism in Korea and how bad it's gotten as well as how well it's gotten. So, like, it's both this fight uh, between people being more understanding and open to feminism to all of a sudden backtracking because the government is backtracking with them. So it was, it was really interesting. But also about, like, the women who are fighting super hard, uh, and the men, but women, uh, to 
talk about women's rights. Uh, the Feminist Five, we talked about. I loved uh, talking about them. I hope I can get more updates to see what's happening there. Um, and then also, of course, we talked a lot about the romanticizing uh, culture of Korea, which is really dangerous when we talked about dramas and K-pop um, and some of the implications of its society, as well as the unrealistic ideals that have perpetuated from Korea. And with that has been a huge money market for them because of TikTok and things like that with their Korean beauty uh, items and products, which is based on unrealistic expectations. So... Learned a lot about that, good and the bad. Uh, mm-hmm. I learned a lot about The Last of Us, which I already knew a big chunk because I ha- I have sat with Annie and my partner <laughs> to have at least three good playthroughs. And yeah. I have to leave at least half, like three <laughs> times out of the turn because it's too traumatic for me that I can't watch this. So I have to leave. Maybe four. How many times have y'all played through this? I'm trying to oh, remember. Oh, Lord. With, I mean, with me present. I'm not sure. I can, I, not I've sure done either. at least 15. I know you've done many on your own. I'm just trying to remember. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I believe friend of the show and friend in real life, Marissa and Katie, are like, we want another one. I'm like, oh, oh, dear. We're going to have yeah, to prepare. We were, yeah, we were talking about that this this morning. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they want to do a marathon of the show. And the people can, people have a lot of thoughts about this, but the remaster of the second one is coming out. This the 29th. So okay. I am going to replay it. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's an endeavor. It's an endeavor. A emotional. <laughs> I, again, so I've learned a lot. Uh-huh. I have also learned that I can handle haunted houses. Yes. Would I choose to? No. But can I? Yes. So there you yes, go. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, and, you know, with all of this, we, I think, have been very transparent about things being stressful, things being overwhelming, any of that. And as a part of what we do, we do want to talk about how we did, or I guess maybe didn't, handle our stress this year and uh, talk about it for a second. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny because when I was thinking about this, I was remembering the episode we did previously, the previous year, about the same thing. And I think most of it is the same stuff. And I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, comfort, <laughs> comfort. This is the year I started publishing fan fiction. Yeah. It was the first time. Um, and I've gotten a lot of comfort from that. And honestly, it's like, a, I thought it was going to be, I thought I was going to have a much more negative experience. I thought I was going to get like really in my head and people would say something that's kind of like, oh, this wasn't for me. And I would spiral out but everyone's just so nice and now I'm worried I'm getting like too big of an ego oh. <laughs> too big of a fan fiction ego oh. <laughs> yes games like The Last of Us which some people that blows their mind they cannot understand why a game that makes me like sob openly several times is something I do when I'm stressed but I feel like it's cathartic it's like okay the world is really bad let me cry at something, <laughs> and it makes me feel. B- I know that's not for everybody. Trust me, but for me, um, that does help. I do have to plan what I'm going to do it though, especially certain scenes. But anyway, um, <laughs> lots of soups, uh, soft, comfy clothes. This is, I've definitely caught myself more than I normally do this time. Being like, I just want a real something really soft. Yes, my favorite movies, games, music. Always, I got another star projector 
So now I have three. <laughs> and it's Ooh. great. Yes. The new one is very fancy. Um, stretching. I don't do it as often as I should. But when I do it, I'm always like, you, you should really be doing this more. <laughs> Your body is tense. I um, haven't stretched at all this year outside of just exercising. Mm. Oh, no. it's Maybe I should put that in my list. I try to do it if I'm watching, you know, Star Wars for the millionth time or the last of it. I try to do it when it's like my, if you're going to do this again, you better stretch. I guess <laughs> <laughs> like a good reminder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did hang out with more people this year than I have since the pandemic, I would say. And it was very fun. It was somewhat stressful, but I I, I do love hanging out with my friends. Um, so it was something that helped me release some stress. I got a lot of good venting done. You know, you're, you're bitching wine, as you say. Yeah, it, it was very perfect. helpful. Mm-hmm. I love those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I've reconnected with a few of the friends that I haven't seen or talked to on more of a regular. Uh, two of my friends, one's in uh, Halifax and one's in England. We decided to get a actual thread going instead of each of us just individually. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're actually communicating a little more, and I love that. I yeah. miss them. I miss them. I need to see them more often. Hey, Elizabeth. She doesn't listen to the show. Hey, Michelle. She sometimes <laughs> listens to the show. <laughs> so it's hit or miss. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, for me, I've been binging a lot of K-drama. A lot of K-drama. I think that's almost all I've watched. Even though recently I watched a lot of holiday movies that were um, English speaking. The holiday was in there, of course, because it came back on Netflix out of nowhere. For a while it wasn't on there. And then I'm like, oh, it's back. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you jerks. Um, I've been keeping the peace of my mind just by just staying at home. I mm-hmm. like the whole new like I've always been good about. Yeah, I'm not coming mm-hmm. <laughs> and not trying to stretch myself thin in general. Like I typically once, once upon a time I used to uh, do all that. But now it's just more of like a maybe I'll come. Maybe I won't. Keeping everything <laughs> real like loosey goosey unless mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's your birthday. I'm, I'm definitely coming out or something like that. But, like, well, sometimes I've definitely canceled on that, too. I just thought of that. Uh, But, like, having moments of, like, you know what? I really don't need to be out right now. So I've been doing that and just, again, sitting and watching K-drama. Lots of texting and making sure to keep up with my friends through texts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Like, so I have seen my friends, which is nice. But, like, more so than I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pop in with a, hey, how are you? Send a little, send, send a little gif and then move on. <laughs> and then uh, I'd been doing, still keeping up with my Zumba and cardio jam, trying to be really cautious because it's still, it is, COVID is rampant as well as all the other respiratory yeah. things that are happening. Flu, which has hit my family pretty hard, uh, mm-hmm. all those things. But still needing that. Again, I laugh because there was a TikTok about calling Zumba, clubbing for uh, the Gen Xers or millennials. I was like, yeah. Yeah, because you want to dance, but you don't actually want to go out anywhere. This is as close as it gets. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, of course, the phone games. Uh, I am no longer beefing with Kissy Bear, uh-huh. beefing with Anastasia, and I want to fight her, but it's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> this is not stressful at all. Uh, as well as my cozy games, which we talked, you and I talked about, like, we downloaded a couple of, like, uh, sequels to a few of the cozy games we played, yeah. and I haven't done it yet, but I'm excited because I, I want to get back to it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't been able to, I haven't been able to play them either, but I want to. Where does the time go? 
Yeah, I just waste so much time watching K dramas that I, you have to kind of pay attention to that because right. I'm not fluent in Korean. I'm now picking sure. up a lot more. Probably not necessarily helpful phrases, but still, I'm picking up a lot more. But uh, so you have to actually read the s- subtitles. I'm like, ah, duh. <laughs> so I'm trying <laughs> to figure that out. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. in overall, just trying to uh, let go and and try to. Uh, think through any of the stressors about why I'm stressed, because oftentimes it can be biological, the anxiety that rises in me, and trying to play through that as well. And enjoying the fact that, yes, I'm older. I don't love getting older, but I do love being able to, like, be an adult and decide for myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) how it's going to go that day for a lot of things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, (sighs) absolutely. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about what we hope for the new year, as in like 2024. What are some of the things 
you're hoping for, you're looking forward to, any of those things. And then I read your site, by the way. I was like, okay, this will be easy. And I looked at your <laughs> answers Sorry. like, well, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Um, yeah, well, it is a presidential year here in the U.S. Uh-huh. That's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. But uh, I feel like a lot of us are very... We're waiting for it to really hit how stressful that will be. So hopefully <laughs> that will go the way uh, that we want and that the stress won't be so want, bad. But for what's better. For what's better, yes. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, Plague of Cicadas. <laughs> so I actually love cicadas. So it sounds menacing. I'm sure for many of you it is. Um, right. As I read this, I was like, what? <laughs> so one of the first episodes I did... Uh, when I started as an intern at what was then How Stuff Works. So essentially, like, I've stayed in that position-ish. It's just the company has changed hands so many times. So it's like I've never... That has been my job. Like, it's hard to explain. But uh, that's what I was doing at the time was I was editing podcasts, and that's when no one really knew what podcasts were. One of the first episodes I ever edited was on cicadas um, and how weird they are. And I had all these cicada sound effects. But um, this year, two broods. So, okay, can I talk about cicadas for a second? All right, cicadas come out every, like, 13 (laughs) years, three, three years. Um, It's very interesting biological clock they have. They're underground, and then 13 years comes up, and, like, brood whatever will come out for that year. And they, there's so many, and they make that sound to basically, like, it's kind of a mating thing, but it's also, there's so many of them that the predators will be attracted to the weaker sound so that they'll survive. Anyway, two of the broods this year, they're both prime numbers, but they're both going to come out this year because... That's just how it lined up. And it's rarer than, like, it's been, like, since the 1800s since this has happened. It's very, very rare, Samantha. But this year, they're coming out. And they're coming out at the same time. So you're going to see a lot of cicadas. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for this information. I'm glad to know, so I'm not panicked. Also, the sound, the way you're describing it, I was like, oh, that was on a Supernatural episode. It's so cool. It's so bizarre. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? You know what episode I'm talking about? I think so. Not the you bug the, one, is it? It's, no, it's the one where they're, the humans are acting like cicadas. Oh. Oh. I think look. it's based on a Mexican folklore. Oh, interesting. Well, I'll have to go back and look at that. I, look, I could be wrong. It is a very fun. If you have any interest at all... I'm doing a poor job of explaining how cool this is. No, you did a great job. <laughs> I just don't like bugs, so... That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I'm more horrified than anything else, but I Yeah, I think somebody, somebody sent it to me, and they are like, oh, no, and I was like, this is the coolest thing! <laughs> That's where I'm like, I will stay inside. I will yeah. stay inside. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely... I'm going off the rails, but they... Back at my home um, in North Georgia... When the cicadas come out, they'll just blanket the the walls, the uh, like the garage door. You would open it, and yeah. it would just be cicadas. So I get it. It's not like the most fun, comfortable oh, thing. You. My cousin, who's from um, a family of much more money than me, he came to stay with us once, and I told him about like you got you got to check your sh- shoes for scorpions. 
And then he was like, oh, my God, what is this? And then that night, he heard the cicadas and he called his parents the next day. And he was like, I can't stay here. <laughs> they are loud. They, they are, are really so loud. loud in Georgia. They're so loud. They I'm are sure really the South loud. In general. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of the show specifically, what I'm looking forward to. Oh. Um, I'm with you. I love the collabs we get to do. They do make me nervous because I get intimidated. Um, but I do love them. So I hope that we get to do more of that. Also, shout out to um, listener Lou, who came on our Sex and the yes. City. That was really I fun. That. We're going to do that again, y'all. We are going to do that again. It's probably going to be as elongated a time yes. frame as you remember last time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going for it, though. We're, we'll get there. Uh, that was really fun. Um, we have discussed some of these clubs. We've talked about possibly doing some like live events. Mm -hmm. um, not that many, but yes, that would be fun. As mentioned in a previous episode, I am interested in getting more merch for the show. Um, maybe going to some conferences. We always have funny stories from those. <laughs> um, our Lazy River fiasco, I will not soon forget. And I, yeah, just continuing to, I love that we get to do so many different things. I like that we have like our kind of segments that are ongoing, but then we also have things where we get to try new things and yes. new things. That's really fun. Um, I will say for myself, better work-life balance, but I've been trying that for a long time and I haven't succeeded. But um, I feel like I'm getting a better idea of how I could make it work. It's just because our jobs happen all the time. Yeah. Like it's like, like I'll be lying awake at 5 a.m. and I'm like in my head working. And I think everybody does that, so it's not, like, unique. But trying to find a way to maybe consolidate my work hours because they're so spread out right now. Um, but, yeah. Working from home, working in jobs like this, working salaried, living yeah. so much. I will say when I worked at DJJ, I worked a lot, but I stopped. I stopped. Right. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Not talking to you. Mm -hmm. Not doing this. Unless it's an emergency, of course. But, yeah. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. I think for me, my hope for the new year would be that we get more good news. Uh, more stories on how humanity still exists would be lovely. I get some of those sometimes, and it's nice to see. Um, I want more of those. And I, I'm hoping for more of those as this election year is happening and so many huge things have happened. Unfortunately, the U.S. is not looking pretty and then <laughs> participating in war crimes. So, but, you know, a turning of the tide where more and more people realize that the power we have or we can have over those who have uh, power based on wealth is something that I also feel like could happen, especially with the fact that the Gen Zers are giving me so much more hope. Maybe it's just seeing some of them coming through. I'm like, wow, y'all are way smarter than I was back then and still am. <laughs> and y'all are just like firing on all cylinders and our, our activism uh, to the T. And I love that. And I love that more and more people of color are coming out as leaders. And I mean that for the youth, like they're actually talking and, and being bold. I love to see that. So I'm hoping that that will grow and mm -hmm. continue to grow because that is what we need. Uh, yes. Like I said before, like you said just now, more collabs. Interviews are nerve-wracking because I also get nervous. You know, when I get really fangirly and I start stuttering yeah. or talking very fast. Um, 
But they're so good and so informative, and I love hearing other people's perspective. It just is always something fun. Like the one thing that I do miss out when I don't interact is learning about people and learning mm-hmm. about their their lives because it's so interesting. People are interesting, and what they love and what they grow with, or what they want to do, or how they what they've done is phenomenal. If they love cicadas, even though I'm petrified <laughs> of this, I love hearing about how excited you are about it. Like that's how one can of the we best make part. that into an episode? Can we find a woman who's like a <laughs> Specialist of cicadas. Oh my gosh. It's going to be you and her. It's going to be one. Of, I'm going to be calling in sick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then more interaction with our listeners. Yes, we do want to do another interactive uh, Sex in the City watch. Maybe we could do something else. I don't know because we'd love to read those. Watching those and having a conversation and good, good talks about what we've learned through these episodes or since these episodes. Uh, I love that. And having more of our listeners. Of course, we love the listener mails. When y'all send in things and tell us about what's happening with you or something that you love or something that you're learning, I love that so much. When we connect on something that we talk about, one of my favorite things, honestly. Um, and then also with our fellow hosts and co-workers. I, I, I'm hoping, again, yes, yeah, so we're doing bigger collabs, getting together in person, because I don't think I've seen Christina or Maya or uh, Joey and like, I, you've never met Joey. I finally got to meet them. Well, in person, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, in person. But I hope that we can all get together uh, at least once this year. That'd be nice. We'll go to, we go to New nice. York. Hey, Maya. Oh. Can we go to New York as a Sminty trip? <laughs> yes, but, yeah, trip. And then also, I would love to get together with Bridget. We've talked about that, like, repeatedly. You got to see her in Las Vegas. I was very jealous of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also hanging out with Eves. I don't think we've talked person to person. We've done, of course, the Skype stuff. But would love to get together with her. Have another cheesecake and champagne day. Yeah. That was a lovely day. That was lovely. That was a lovely I was day. thinking about that. I mean, I think we were hitting another milestone on that show. I know yeah, I always so say that, to, but I think literally we are. I think we need to, I think we need to bring it in. Mm-hmm. And I guess we could visit the studio because um, <laughs> we technically haven't seen it since it's been put together like that. Uh, no. I guess we should go do that. Uh, but also hoping to bring in more people because we love, as much as I love me and Annie being together, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, there's other people that work here, that don't know I work here. (laughs) So having crossovers is what I'm saying, more so than anything else. Some people that I love that I haven't seen in a long time, got to finally see Lauren from also from Saver um, and Brain Stuff. Like, I I want to do more of that. Yeah. Yeah, and we had a great time with Lauren on the Die Hard episode. Um, Those are fun. Fun times. So, yeah, I, I would love that. Uh, I would love that too. And I have to say, like, going back over all the episodes we did this year, it is true that when we have guests, like, they generally, (laughs) I mean, generally sounds like I'm calling someone out. They, like, change my, I, like, follow them on social media. I'm not on social media a lot, but they do, I do it and it becomes, like, a part of my life. Like, so it is important and we love having that. And we do love hearing from you listeners um, you send so many amazing things and <laughs> put put on our radar things I hadn't known about. Um, and I love it. So we definitely want to know what you would like for this yes. year. Um, any suggestions, uh, what you'd like to see more of, less of, see more of, hear more of, you know what I mean. Because um, <laughs> we'll we do technically have a TikTok, but just... Would you yeah. like to see more TikTok? <laughs> Of Annie crying 
<laughs> it's like essentially it's like me isn't it like mostly me crying it is and mostly then... you in Star Wars like it's just you yeah, yeah, you talk about me doing method, something then. I'm like I don't want to do that I don't want to be here <laughs> yeah and you're on TikTok more. I'm not even That's on TikTok so Samantha yes oh that'd be funny <laughs> yeah we'll see alright we'll, 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 we'll see. Or something. <laughs> let us know please because we do love hearing from you you can email us at stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and yes, TikTok at Steph Mom Never Told You. We have a tea public store, which hopefully we'll get some new designs. We do need some new designs. Yes. Uh, and we have a book that you can get wherever you get your books. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christine, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. Yes. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.